Hey there, gorgeous. Welcome to the VLX podcast. My name is Jackie Dixon, and my mission is to help women become healthy, holy, and hot, on fire for God in every area of their lives. Sound good? Let's get started. My name is Jackie Dixon. If you haven't met me or don't follow me already, my company is called VLX and I'm a health and relationship coach for Christian women. My goal is to help Christian women become what I call the biblical bombshell, which is a woman who's healthy and holy and hot because she's on fire for God in every area of her lives. So what I want to talk about today, this is a discussion of a blog post I sent out on Wednesday where I talked about the changes that my body's been undergoing since I had a baby two months ago, our first baby, and just the, the new perspective I have on a concept I teach called body stewardship. It has been an interesting ride, and I'm very, very grateful because overall it has been a wonderful ride from the different pregnancy and birth stories that I've heard. Ours was extremely smooth, and I really enjoyed pregnancy and my recovery post-birth was relatively quick, probably because it was a natural birth, but just a lot of things went well. So I'm very grateful to God, but I'm also aware that I think that stewarding my body well over the last several years and during the pregnancy really helped that to happen as, to make it as likely as it could have been made by me. As far as my power was concerned, I did everything I could and I think that it may have helped. So I wanna talk to you today about body stewardship and this whole um, just realization that I've had now two months post baby and breastfeeding of the idea that our bodies belong to God and I want to see what you have to say I want to see your questions and if I don't get to them don't worry I'll respond this will be a blog post next week and I'll respond in the comments for sure or in what I write but I just want to kind of talk about this a little more um, it's an unusual concept, I think, for a lot of people to try to internalize that their body doesn't belong to them because we're in such a culture where everything that we have around us, we perceive as ours. And I don't think, particularly in the Western world, we have an awareness of our dependence, um, of the fact that we are completely at the mercy and grace of God in every area of our lives, especially perhaps our health, uh, and that these physical bodies that we so feel that we own and get to decide what we do with, what we think of, and how we act in them are just not ours. And that's particularly true for the Christian, because if we believe that Christ is our Lord and Savior, then his sacrifice and being raised from the dead purchased us and purchased our bodies and is why we don't have any rights to them anymore. <laughs> now, I know that might sound kind of unattractive, really. It doesn't sound like a great proposition, but if you think about it, it really is because we're entrusting ourselves to someone who loves us completely, who knows us completely, who knows the world, and perhaps most importantly in this specific scenario, who knows the intricate workings of the human body because he made it. So if there's anybody who we want to turn our bodies and its care and its uses over to, it's the one who designed and made them and loves us and wants us to flourish in them as much as we can this side of heaven. So it's actually not a bad proposition at all. <laughs> but that doesn't mean at times it's not tough, and that doesn't mean at times it's not scary. Um, 
going through pregnancy, I was had this growing awareness and that first trimester definitely kicked it off that I was totally out of control of what was happening and I could do my best to be healthy. I could Google every symptom I was having and try to find a way around it and that definitely helped a lot. So there is uh, a role that we play in stewarding our bodies, but there is a great extent to which we can't control what's happening. You know, we really can't. If we're in a car crash and our body is suddenly very deformed or just a completely different body than that we knew just minutes before, that body is still God's. That body is still a gift to us and that body is still a tool, but it's a very different looking resource. So in the same way, my body going through this whole period of having a baby <laughs> and uh, giving myself over to growing a new human being was something that I had some role I could play in. I could be as proactively healthy as I could, but to a great extent, it was just not mine. And that was definitely scary at times. There were many moments where I thought, what have I really gotten myself into? <laughs> and even certainly during the birthing process, when I could not stop the process, I mean, I couldn't say, you know, I'd like to opt out right now, actually. Could we come back into this next week when I feel more prepared? There's no, there was no way I had any say there. In fact, even just the labor starting, I was two months overdue, excuse me, two weeks overdue. It's not possible, I don't think, to be two months overdue. And um, they wanted to induce the coming Monday. And so on Wednesday, I was really starting to get the Wednesday before, um, not panicked, but very much like, let's get the show on the road. So I was drinking raspberry tea. I took a couple of sips of aloe vera juice, which is not really that tasty. I was taking uh, evening primrose oil and borage oil. I was, what's some other things I was doing? I was um, sniffing clary sage essential oils as aromatherapy. I was um, walking everywhere. And I did this thing I researched and found it on Google called the labor dance. <laughs> and basically, if I can remember, you rub your belly counterclockwise or clockwise, I don't remember, really firmly for 30 seconds or 60 seconds. Obviously this has been two months and I've already forgotten, but you do that for 60 seconds or something and then you like sumo squat. You do those walk squats <laughs> and then you pause and then you rub your tummy again really hard. So I did all that on Wednesday um, and I went into labor on Thursday. So Thursday morning, really, that morning, that evening, 1 a.m. Uh, so whether or not it worked, who knows? But there is a role of proactiveness that we play and there's also a role of out of controlness because I had wanted labor to start for several days and that baby was not ready to come even though I was already trying to do things. And then that day, she just said, okay, now I'm ready. <laughs> so there's no, there's no control in a lot of the areas of our lives where we're taking care of our bodies. And that really can be quite scary. And so then what I was about to say is that after birth even, uh, I still had the same sensation of I can't control my body. What they don't tell you, and most new moms um, who I've spoken to say the same thing, is that they prepare you really well for the pain of labor and labor, 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 but they don't tell you that after the baby comes, it ain't over. <laughs> that there's still two to three weeks where you could be in some serious, um, let's call it discomfort. Uh, and I, I kind of knew that was coming, but I was still quite shocked that it was so difficult for me to walk, that I was so sore and felt so weak uh, and had so much cramping and was, um, really just kind of felt like almost I was back in the first trimester. It was not fun. And now I've got this newborn who full-time I need to care for. So, so there's lots of periods where you think, this is not working in my best interest. Uh, I'm not quite sure why I got into this actually, but that's why it's so critical to keep this more, 
I don't want to call it an eternal perspective, but certainly a larger, more meta perspective of why are we doing this? What's going on here? Why have I decided to turn my body over to something other than myself? Am I accomplishing a higher purpose here? And of course the answer is yes. And that's what we have to keep in mind. So every time when I would sit there holding our baby and have you know terrible cramps and be exhausted and think, what have I done? And she's looking up at me, that's what I've done. I've sacrificed myself, put myself through a certain amount of discomfort and scariness and out of controlness to create another life. So that is the premise of body stewardship. And in fact, if you think about it, and I haven't actually mentioned this before because it's just coming to me, and of course it's very obvious, but I haven't ever phrased it this way. Christ turned his body over and let it be destroyed so that new life could come out of it, so that he could rise victorious, so he could conquer death, so that we could be set free and saved. And of course, I've, I've always been aware of the bodily resurrection, but I'm just now realizing he put his body also through this out of control, very scary, temporary misery to birth that new life in a way. So this kind of giving up control and diving into something bigger than ourselves can create so much amazing stuff. And of course, it doesn't have to be a baby. What if it's as simple as you know you haven't been taking care of yourself and you want to get back in shape? Well, there is probably going to be that birthing period, that labor period of giving up unhealthy snacks and switching them over to healthier snacks and getting to the gym or working out or fitting time for sleep and rest in when you normally don't. And it's not going to feel good. It's going to be uncomfortable. And if you've already had a packed schedule, it could feel like you're losing control of it. And you're, you know, you can't trust that everything's going to get done because now you're trying to focus on self-care. And so what's falling through the cracks on at work or at home? And it can be a little frightening uh, and certainly a little uncomfortable. <laughs> but the health that can come out of that switching over is immense and so worth it. So it doesn't have to be having a child. There's lots of ways in which putting our bodies through a temporary period of discomfort or something that's scary or out of our control and turning it over to a greater cause brings us so much joy and health in the long run and brings other people so much health and joy in the long run. I mean, I created a new person and Christ saved us all. So we're not the only ones to benefit from when we steward our bodies well. So my point here is that I know this can be frightening. I know that it can seem like this doesn't seem like a good idea. <laughs> I'm not sure why I would do that. Uh, this is a little scary. I'm definitely not comfortable having fun right now. <laughs> and I understand that. But Christ doesn't promise us that if we follow him, everything's going to be easy. In fact, he promises us that if we follow him, a lot of things are going to be hard. But that there's a greater reward which makes the temporary suffering worth it. And now that my body's recovered, uh, almost fully, <laughs> uh, basically I'm back to normal. I'll say that basically with a little qualification. Um, and having now a two month old who can kind of stand up on her own weight with her head wobbling and look me in the eye and smile at me makes it all worth it. In the same way, I can only imagine that God, knowing that those who he loved have been saved because he sacrificed bodily himself for us. I mean, that's got to feel good. That's got to be wonderful. In the same way that going to the gym, changing over your healthy eating habits, it doesn't feel good in the beginning, but at the end, it just, you feel so powerful because you've done something. You feel so grateful for the body that you have. You feel so, you feel so much possibility because you're now having so much more energy. You have confidence, you have health, you have time on your hands because you're not loathing your body or thinking about what you should eat and trying not to eat. It's just, there's so much life at the end and it can really radiate into all the people around us. So I hope that that just encourages you that you would know that 
Body stewardship doesn't mean comfort in the beginning, and it doesn't mean comfort all the time. There can be little episodes where it's downright discomfy, <laughs> uncomfortable, um, but it's worth it. It's really, really worth it. And I really challenge you and encourage you to go through that tough transition period. Even if you have to do it multiple times, if you kind of backslide a little bit, I know that now that I'm breastfeeding, I'm definitely heavier than I was pre-pregnancy, not excessively, but all those talk about, you know, breastfeeding just takes the weight off hasn't been the case for me yet. And in fact, now that I've done more research, there's a lot of studies that show that you do actually keep a lot of fat on you while you're producing milk. whoop de doo But I am providing again, my body for a greater cause and another person. And I'm so willing to do that because I have this perspective of my goal in life isn't to be thin and super fit. My goal is to dedicate my body to God's purposes. And when I'm not having a baby, sure, I want to aim to be very fit because that can help me achieve God's purposes. But when I'm having a baby, you know, that takes a, a back seat for a little while because my purpose right now is to help provide for this totally helpless little life. So I hope that that encourages you. And God also sees us as these hopeless little dependent lives in the same way that our child is. And what he leads us through and what he gives himself up for is ultimately for our benefit. So don't be afraid of the discomfort because we've got a God that is good and who loves us and who we can trust and who knows the intricate workings of the body he designed perfectly. So if you have any questions about what I've said today, please, if you left a comment, I'm going to address it in next week's blog. So don't worry, I will definitely get to whatever you've got to say. And I'm so glad you joined me here. Thank you so much, gorgeous. I hope you have a beautiful week. Stay healthy, holy, and hot, and get out there and shine. And I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for joining me for this week's episode of the VLX podcast. I'd love to keep you motivated to go after God's plan in every area of your life. So if you love what I'm talking about, subscribe to this channel and come find me on Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and Twitter at Jackie Dixon VLX. I'd love to virtually meet and interact with you. And if you're interested in the concept of the biblical bombshell, please join me for a soiree where I'll teach you the 12 pillars of a woman who is healthy, holy, and hot. RSVP at JackieDixon.org forward slash soiree. I'll see you there, beautiful.